you are now listening to TDL on Silver and Black Pride. Everybody, we are back. It is Take Don't Lie, your favorite Raiders podcast. Oh, we are back again. We'll be hitting you guys with content all week. So make sure uh, you're on YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Go ahead and get us there. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Uh, if you know, if you are finding this on Apple, Spotify, download, subscribe there. You know, leave a review if you find us on Apple or Spotify as well, and even Stitcher. Wherever you find us, make sure you hit that download button. Make sure you hit that play button. Make sure you get those plays and downloads. All right. Um, and also for YouTube too, hit the like button. Go ahead and hit that like button for us. You know, hit that like button. And once again, if you don't just dis- you don't like it, hit the dislike button. You guys know how it goes for the comments. We like all comments, all engagements, and then follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL and at BD Williams 18. And copy some merch too. Okay, go get you some merchandise, get you a little sweater, baseball shirt. You already know what I'm talking about. Nice little shirt or something, you know, rep it at the Raiders game. So uh, definitely check that out. And then uh, we're going to talk a little Rams practice, joint practice today. You know, there's a little fight going on, a little, uh, you know, little, little scuffle over some special teams that ended the practice early so we can get into that little tense matchup all that, you know, that back and forth, you know, talking mess everybody was trying to do. So to get into that you know and then you know talk a little bit of the preseason game that's coming up you know tomorrow so bd how you feeling man how, how's uh how's everything for you yeah man um i'm glad to see it sounded like the Ra- raiders were very competitive against the rams mm-hmm. um if you if you listen to the beat re- reporters sounds like on both sides, the Rams beat reporters and the Raiders beat reporters. Cause you know, sometimes, you know, you, you cover a team, you might be a little biased about some things that you're seeing, but it sounds like both sets of teams beat reporters reported a lot of wins by the Raiders mm-hmm. um, on the defensive side and the offensive side. So that's, you know, that's an interesting thing. Um, uh, uh, so, yeah, I, and we talked about this, you know, I think a few episodes ago, we, we want to see the outcome. We want to hear like, okay, they, they brought it to the Rams. Um, so that's definitely an encouraging sign. It's just one step. You got to stack these things. It's just one step getting towards, you know, being ready for the preseason or ready for the season one opener week one opener. So yeah. um, I'm glad that it sounded like it was good. Uh, you know, bummed that the practice got ended early. But, you know, it sounds like it's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Starting to scrapping and, you know, especially on special teams and, you know, Gunners, they're, they're trying to get that job. You know, you know it might, might get a little feisty up in there. You know what I mean? So, but there was a lot of action actually um, out there already to get to, you know, let's go ahead and start it off with the, the, the big news, right? Uh, the whole, the whole practice was what Hunter, Hunter Renfro beating Jalen Ramsey. Right. Um, you know, everybody making memes, you know, journalists attacking normal people for making memes, asking, were you there? And, you know, attacking people online. And, you know, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying John Middlecoff, not knowing that Jalen Ramsey plays in the slot and uh, <laughs> you know, all types of things going on with that. So um, played in the slot all year last year, basically. But, you know, whatever. Um, That's a weird thing to yeah, say he's he's what he plays excuse, outside guys excuse. yeah <laughs> it's, it's like what are you talking about bro 
yeah. trying to All build right. in the excuse, excuses for uh, Ramsey there. So here, yeah. you know, here's my thing. I'll definitely get your shape because I think that you and I have a slightly different opinion about it. Okay. okay. For me, when I heard it, and this is no disrespect to Hunter Renfro, I was saying there's probably a better chance that there's like a blown coverage and um, Ramsey comes over to help out you know, from, from a zone that's not his zone to come help out on, you know, Hunter Renfro and Hunter Renfro maybe makes a big catch. And then, you know, to a layman or to someone who's like not, you know, used to watching defense, Mm -hmm. they go, Oh, oh, Jalen Ramsey just got smoked on this play. And to me, that's like a more likely outcome than like Hunter Renfro, like continuously beating the best defensive back in football. Like, like no offense to Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Like, Jalen Ramsey's lit, like this guy's the goods. Like he's as good as it gets. He can, you know, play incredible amount of techniques. He can play press. He can play off. He can pedal. He can play zone. He can play man. You know, his eye, his eye discipline is great. You know, um, the guy can play inside and outside. So there's not, and there's, he can match up against small guys and big, you know, bodied wide receivers as well. So um, the chances that Hunter Renfro was actually like continually beating, like beating, Ramsey is very small. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it's definitely overhyped and more likely, you know, there were catches that were made and Jalen Ramsey happened to be that nearest defender. And so whatever, whatever it means, but if yeah. you, if you have something, you know, different that you want to say, go ahead. Um, I will say, I, I, I think he probably like got him once. I think he probably what happened. He's probably got him once. Cause you know, I always talk, I, now, I showed that video of uh, Hunter Renfro, um, you know, working Jahir Alexander. It's not that crazy. Uh, it's not that crazy to me that he might have beat him in press coverage. I mean, like, like consistently, like that's that might be crazy. But like, yeah, if happening like one one time, like in, in Renfro getting him, it is not shocking to me. So it's not really that shocking, um, you know. And then the one the one video that was posted by the PFF guy. Um, you know, you, you just snitched on the timeline because everybody wanted it. You wanted to be the cool guy, I guess. Uh, he showed uh, something that a play that we showed on the red zone. I don't know. You know, we did a whole um, video on it back there on the red zone concepts. You want to go back. We did a whole video on that play in the red zone. I called it the wrong thing. It's called smash return, but it's fine. You know, it's, you know, it's still the same concept, still the breakdown. Um, we're all learning. We're all, we're all learning. learning. We're learning. Yeah. We're learning people. So, right. you know, um, but it's the same concept, but on the video that showed online, where I mean, I'm not, maybe we'll, we'll show it over this, but <laughs> the video that was online. We'll, we'll probably show it, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably show it. But on the videos online, they did like a fake of that, right, right. in the slot, and then Jalen Ramsey bit. So if Jalen Ramsey watches yeah. tape, right, if you watch he watches does. tape. He does. He definitely does. Okay. He, he's he's probably thinking, okay, that's a smash return. I'm just going to jump it. <laughs> He's, yeah, that he's going for it. Does, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but Renfro did it. He, he went back in. He, he did. He went out. Then he went back in, and then he went, came back out, and he was wide open. And Carr missed him. So you know, um, yeah. Can you get? Are you burnt? Okay, as an offensive guy, you probably will have a different answer than I will yeah. as a defensive guy. But are you burnt if the wide receiver doesn't catch the ball? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no you are not you got you still gotta catch it my guy so 
<laughs> oh man, no, nah, no, uh, nah, sorry, no, 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 never that, bro. Okay, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean. That's what I'm saying. He, he probably beat him, and then he, he had. Yeah. I think he, I think he, had like a, he had like a big catch like around him, right? Right, right. And so it's not shocking, but you know, Hunter Renfro said that he did, there was times where he didn't beat him. So right. So, so I'm sure I'm sure Ramsey got beat a couple of times, and Ramsey was like, oh okay, and it gave him a little more respect than uh, he should. Yeah. But I mean, because that's what I'm saying. Like Hunter Renfro could beat you in press coverage. Like I, that's yes. why I think they should use him more in the red zone. I think when the when it gets tighter, I think he can win. He's one of those guys who can win up there. And uh, I mean, if you have a player that can win in press coverage, I think you should use them more efficiently in different areas. And don't be scared to like, you know, if you have two wide receivers in the field, don't be scared to put them on there just because he's small. I think he can yeah. make a difference in there. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I just think, you know, yeah, he could beat anybody in press coverage. But, you know, there's some other things that, you know, Hunter Riffle's got to get better at, you know, because when they play him and off, it's a little different. So. If he, but if he starts winning against off coverage, that's when it's that's when it's like okay, you've taken that leap for me, you know, and I can you know get as hyped as other Raiders fans for it because because to be honest, the way the way the way like you know a lot of fans look at Hunter Renfro is like how fans get mad at, at fans looking at Derek Carr. To me, in my opinion, like <laughs> is, is Hunter Renfro good? Yeah, but like is he like you know he's he's not Jarvis Landry, he's not Juju, he's not like. You know what I mean? So, you, you know, if you get mad at like a Derek Carr fan, when he's top five, then, you know, you're kind of the same guy, in my opinion. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's For just sure. Like, like you, you can't do both. You can't get mad. Like, because there's a lot of people who, who get mad at people who say that and then will come back and say something like super crazy about Hunter Renfro, like, and put him up there, like, at the, the, the top right. echelon of, you know, slot receivers. They'd be like, well. Derek Carr is not a top 10 quarterback. And then in the same breath, be like, but Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro? Top 10 slot receiver. <laughs> You know, never he, mind. Never mind. He plays like a large amount of snaps on the outside. Yeah, uh, he does. And, yeah. and reduce splits. So mm-hmm. you know. But anyways. Um, exactly. But anyways. Yeah. 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 Those choice. I, I, I like. I like. I like Hunter Renfro again. No. No disrespect to Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Like you're. Unless I see video evidence, I'm not believing that he's like just beating Jalen Ramsey like a drum. Like 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 the way that it sounded, you know, coming out of training camp. Yeah. It's like, man, Hunter Renfro was dominating Jalen Ramsey. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that unless I saw it on film. Like, I, I'm not going to believe that. Um, and I'm sure that, like you said, he, he, you know, beat him off the line once in press. I'm, I'm sure he did. Sure. I, I, I really believe he did it. And that, that's yeah. why, that's, that's basically my point. Like, like use him in the red zone then. Like if he can beat people like that in press coverage, which I think he can, I think, I think he could beat a lot of good corners in press coverage. It's just, you know, but they don't use him in the areas where he's actually facing it. So, like, I mean, a lot of the choice routes, I mean, the way that they're set up, he's not facing press coverage because it's delayed release, right? So, you know, it's 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 a release and he has to face off coverage. So it's a different type of thing that he's facing. You know, when you get him more in the red zone, when they have to play him in press coverage, he can do things that, you know, get open and, you know, use his his shiftiness that he uses in the open field when he catches, like, screen. So, it's it's to me it's like okay yeah you see that you see he can beat Jalen Ramsey in press coverage then use him in areas where people press him. It's my opinion. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he would need a very unique, um, or would require a very unique skill set 
to, I think, win on the outside consistently. Like, if we're talking about goal line, red zone, fade slants are, like, the only concepts if the ball's coming out quick. And if he's winning those consistently, like, he's not going to jump higher than anyone, right? So he would need to, like, have very late hands, incredibly disciplined eyes. Yeah. Like a, like a magician, like, just, you know, full in this um, corner. And just like literally just put the hands out right when the ball fall, you know, falls there. Like if, if he starts going up, he's not winning contested catches. I'm sorry. Like in press man, goal line, even if he wins off the line, you know, like he's going to have a hard time coming down with contested catches against boundary, you know, outside corners. Yeah. So for me, it's a little, you know, the, I think the projection on putting him on the goal line, I understand your reasoning and your thought process on it. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, like, is he going to be Antonio Brown level of like refinement and consistency, hand fighting that he to get the separation despite not being like an incredible athlete down the field? You know, yeah. Because um, like, you know, I don't know if you ever saw Antonio Brown's combine. It's like trash. It's like one of the worst combines of all time. Yeah. You know, but like, what does he do? He like, he's like doing like really subtle things with his hands. Okay, mm-hmm. he's he's not high pointing the ball. He's literally just like watching, 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 watching ball falls right into his hands. He never puts his hands up and it's just like, does like little things to make it really difficult and be able and effective to win despite not being like an, an elite athlete yeah. in the NFL. And that's what Hunter Renfro would need to do as well. He, you need to get a lot stronger, you know, and like work these things that actually match the type of athlete he is. Yeah. Um, and certainly it, it could be possible for him to like, you know, get there i'm not i'm not saying he can't get there but i just am not convinced that he's like antonio brown yeah yeah but uh, see, yeah I, I i guess i'm thinking more julian edelman how you know the, the patriots used to use julian julian edelman in, in the slot so like i mean julian edelman's not a huge athlete seventh round pick you know former quarterback i mean he's not a, just big old athlete either but they used to use like whip routes and things like that you know against press coverage where he'd able to use his quickness to you know and, you know um, you know, and they would do like condensed splits and stuff like that. So it's not, it's it's not like straight up like him, you know, lining up and as the X on, you know, the boundary. Like I'm not talking about like that, but you know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah put put him in areas where they use him, you know, just like they use Julian Edelman, where you know it, it's put him in opportunities where he can beat people one on one, but like from the inside or with from condensed splits and things like that. So that's more what I'm talking about, like more than like him being straight up boundary guy i guess yeah okay okay that makes sense yeah i yeah. got you i'm i'm with you on that 100 all right I think um, we went a little, yeah long we uh, let's go on to <laughs> we saw so the some of the good things that we were hearing from camp from the raiders beat raiders was that the um the rams offensive line was having a tough time blocking all the pass rushers yeah um you know from unique and gawkway max crosby you know, heard continually good things about Darius Finlant as well. Mm-hmm. Seems like he has jumped the totem pole in terms of um, who's running with the first team over yeah. Ben Jefferson at the three technique with Hankins in there at the one technique. Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly think Finlant could play either three technique or one technique, given that, you know, he's definitely bulked up and he's a stronger player. Um, yeah. And he played one technique in the preseason game. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know that's, a, that's a possibility there for him. So I think that that is definitely, um, you know, I, we just, we're just going to have to wait to see it, you know, and we're probably going to have to wait to see it until week one. But, I, yeah. I, 
Um, I'll say with the defensive line, I mean, even when uh, a big thing that didn't, you know, you talked about a little bit was how they, how good they were against the run um, with them. And you saw some clips um, on the Raiders.com and other little video of them playing the run really well, like Abram coming up, playing the run. Hankins was already in the backfield, you know what I mean? And, and you know, and it, it, it looks like they're, they're really well coached now. I guess, which which is odd because you know Marinelli was there all the whole time, but maybe it's like the the combination of Marinelli and Bradley, their thought process and their philosophy, um, is bleeding through. That's what I think is happening. I think Max Crosby and then Yannick. I mean, he has that get off. He, he, even the throwback to uh, Trayvon Morgan. If you watch the defensive line, uh, you know you see Yannick. He does a good job setting the edge on a play action, making sure that he's. Uh, you know, setting the run and then he's a great job of ripping through, you know, and trying to get to uh, Matthew Stafford, you know, and Max Crosby, they're doing the same thing, you know, so you can tell that they're, they're really well coached. They look, they're, they're a lot better. You know, Yannick looks super bulked up, you know what I'm saying? They, they got Quentin Jefferson. Uh, they both got pressure on that one interception of Corey Littleton that forced a, a, a kind of an errant throw from Matthew Stafford, forcing to rush it, you know, even in practice. So, you know, that tells you that they, they got some serious pressure on him and you know heard about some sacks today from max crosby and uh and, and uh even clearly farrell you know and the, the the twos i mean i heard they were doing work you know it was pretty pretty well out there so you know clean you know if you know clean farrell he's having a good camp it sounds like you know now he's kind of under the radar because he's running with the twos and he he's basically been replaced by yannick you know that's basically the truth he's been replaced by yannick and, and, kind, and kind of for good reason i mean they need the pass rush but uh, I still think he has a chance to be a good player. I think, I think it's, it's there, you know, the, the elements are there. He's, he's, uh, he looked, he looked, he looked refreshed in the preseason yeah. game. I believed, um, I mean, yeah. I know, I know, he, I know he's, you know, he looked like he was, he was more decisive, you know what I mean? So, so hopefully we see, you know, we're seeing growth for him too. I think the D line is going to have a good rotation. Somebody gets hurt. I don't think, you know, it's going to be that much of a fall off. You know what I mean? Another thing that I wanted to get your uh, ideas on, you know, the Raiders beat reporters, they listen to directions. Someone told them, do not tape, do not film on your phones during practice. Okay. And they've always listened. And, you know, as, as a result, a lot of Raiders fans are left in the dark, you know, when we're like constantly trying to refresh Twitter and trying to see what the beat reporters are having to say, and, you know, they just give us the same Indian Gakwe spin move on a bag the entire time that they're in training camp. You know, yeah. they don't give us a lot. But some uh, some guys over there on the Rams sideline didn't get that memo and they start filming um, during team. And we're seeing some, I would say, unique or perhaps different concepts than we've seen before, which is something that John Gruden talked about. He was hoping that, you know, footage from this practice would not get leaked on social media because they were going to be, you know, putting some things out there that they wouldn't put in a normal preseason game. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you want to talk about any any of the new wrinkles that we're seeing besides, you know, just the Hunter Renfro smash return wrinkle? Uh, yeah, you've seen a lot of we're seeing a lot of out and ups off the choice routes. I think they're they're kind of like setting up people with with choice routes a lot. I mean, we're, I mean, we're we're just seeing the touchdowns, right? We're not seeing. I don't know if we're seeing setups. You know, what I mean, um, you know, the, like the the Dar- couple of Darren Waller touchdowns. Those are basically kind of fade routes off the choice. Basically, it's kind of like you know, you know, the Raiders run the lucky. You know, we always talk about it's uh, slant, hitch, out, right? But now 
you you know, you, you set that up and then you go with the fade means, right? You're gonna be working some people and getting some some good plays. And a couple of times um they did do they ran those type that's this type of design in the game. So I, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it's really not that brand new, like the Chiefs game. They ran that, and then the Jaguars game in 20, 2019. I don't, I don't remember, you know, uh, Waller does that release, kind of that big play that they had uh, early on in that game. It's kind of the same thing, kind of the same design, but it wasn't the same concept, though. It was a little different. This one had more of like a, a switch release with, a, uh, you know, kind of the scene with it. So it wasn't like the same kind of look. So, but, you know, you don't know if they're setting these up, right? So, because... Sometimes they even do those the looky route with the, the rugs touchdown, right? So, that, I mean, that could have been a, a switch off of that. Like, you have the rugs touchdown coming up off the, the corner, right? You know, the, the the post route, sorry, not a corner. But they ran the post route, right? The rugs touchdown against the Chiefs. Okay, that, that's, that's basically, that is, I mean, that the, the, the first read on that most of the time is Darren Waller running the choice route, right? So, you have the post route. But, you know, Derek Carson covered zero, so he just went over the top, right? Yeah, because uh, Sorensen comes and he yeah. sees the, he sees the choice route. So he's adding real late, trying to get, like, oh, they're leaving the middle of the field open. So, yeah. and with outside leverage, so that Darren Waller sees, oh, okay, pre-snap, this is where I'm going to go. Yeah. And then and then they're nailing down that safety. But it's just like, wait, so you're just going to let Henry Ruggs just run to the post with no one there? Like, Really? Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so Pretty yeah. Dis- to to those people who have uh just started watching us as an aside. Yeah. Um, or did not watch us, you know, in, in the previous season, we said that the Chiefs week five defensive game plan was the most disrespectful game plan. They played so much cover zero, they put guys just one on one with no safety help against Henry Ruggs, and they were like, Yeah where we're going to jump everything underneath. Yeah. Because that we think Derek Carr is going to check it down and Derek Carr, you know, put a 40 on him. <laughs> he bobbed him over the top. <laughs> so it was like, was it was funny. like, yeah, it was pretty funny seeing that. But anyways, okay. Um, anything yeah. else you want to talk about? I saw, I saw Kenyon Drake. I saw Kenyon Drake. Before, yeah. Uh, um, for a touchdown too. Basically off the same thing. I mean, those set up, you come off the backfield or those choice routes, but instead of, you know, instead of, uh, you know, you're playing outside leverage and instead of him, you know, being being an out route, you're playing it. She's going up, touchdown. You know, what I mean, kind of the, all those. I, I feel like it's like they're setting it up off of those choice routes and people playing them pretty well because teams did start to play them well at the end of the year on those routes. So I think they're trying to. Gruden's always trying to figure it out, but he always he always loves to throw it all out week week one and week two. So you're probably gonna see all these things like in the first few weeks, teams are gonna be all confused about the Raiders putting up thirty on them. So <laughs> I mean. As, as, it is one of those things because basically yeah. that's what Gruden does. He, he he goes to the lab, he just cooks. He's cooking all season. He's probably just throwing all these like all these deep routes. Like okay, you know we're gonna go throw deep here. You know everybody, everybody's not throwing short all the time. Huh? This is what he's already just you know drawing something up because that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of out and ups and stuff like that, bro. Which I I appreciate. You know even even the first drive with a. Uh, with Nathan Peterman was pretty aggressive, man. A lot of, a lot of four verts, a lot of double goes, a lot of, you know, aggressive play calls. So a lot of pass first thought process. Yeah. So who knows, huh? Who knows? I mean, I mean, they did rebuild the line for running. We've been talking about this to be a running team, but you know, from what I'm seeing, I mean, they look like they got some, some nice pass concepts they're building up and they're getting ready to, Ooh, if, if I get that, yeah. 600, if I get the 600 pass season, bro, and you win about 12 games, I'm going to be like, God, I told you, let's go. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Who does? Who knows? I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, yeah. Um, 
one of the last things we'll talk about um, is it looks like Trayvon Morick has had, you know, pretty um, stellar day. Yeah. Uh, or t- stellar two days. A lot of beat reporters talking about, you know, how he was, you know, had a great positioning and, you know, came down with a couple of interceptions or pass breakups, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I think that, that, you know, well, A is definitely very encouraging. You know, there's a play where, you know, it looks like perhaps they're in cover four because he's um, because he turns towards the receiver and the middle of the field is back there behind him. So, you know, if, if it's cover three, you're, you know, you're going to bail to the middle and you're going to keep your shoulders a little square. Um, but, you know, he, so he turns and he tries to like wall that receiver off and the receiver goes to the, to the post. And so he's got a wheel, he's got to get all the way around and track it down. And, you know, he ends up tracking it down. And it's funny because if you remember from the Colts game last year, when, Jonathan Abram, he's also in a cover four look against T.Y. Hilton, and T.Y. Hilton mixes him for on a post for yeah, a touchdown. Yeah. So that's like the same exact play. So whoever that was is probably not as fast as T.Y. Hilton, but more, you know, shows like the transition or whatever to be able to yeah. track it down mm-hmm. and a little bit better of a recovery in that situation than, you know, Jonathan Abram did. Um, and that's why Morgan's here. Morgan's here to be a factor in, in pass coverage. So, yes, that is um, – what's the word i'm looking for encouraging at the same time just going off of history teams really don't throw down the middle against cover three teams like gus bradley's teams i'm like going through so many games and i'm just like when is anyone going to throw down the middle against them right like even patrick Mahomes, patrick Mahomes like tried one pass down the middle mm-hmm. against you know gus bradley uh when they played in week two of last year so it's it, more likely that, you know, the Rams are like, okay, let's see what we can actually get done over the middle against this team that's going to come at us with a lot of cover three. You know, let's see what we can do against them. Um, and I would anticipate it comes back a little back to the norm in terms of like the amount of times Mark is being target targeted as the post player. Because like, why would you throw down the middle of the field in cover three? Like you're going to throw the seams, you're going to throw outside, you're going to yeah. throw comebacks. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to throw flats. Yeah. You know, uh, teams run a lot of Hank concept against them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like there's there's ways to attack cover three and, you know, throwing the post down the middle is not one of them. That's not yeah. a way to attack cover three. So, so we'll see. JT O'Sullivan said Hank is uh, uh, OC's showing no, no trust in his quarterback. <laughs> he runs Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. And somebody's like, Bill Walsh used to run. Well, he's like, uh, what year is it? <laughs> that's what yeah. Said. Okay. Anyways, that's just a side conversation. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you, um, another quarterback talk, I always want to say that um, that was also the same concept that uh, Trey Lance threw his ADR testing on. So he does just, you know, Matthew Stafford just as a Trey Lance. Basically. Oh, and they were also in cover four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just not Trey Lance. Um... <laughs> <laughs> should, should have let him out there a little bit more. Who yeah, was that wide receiver though? Who was Cooper that wide Cup. receiver? Cooper Cup. It was Cooper Cup. I mean, it's a tough throw, bro. That's like, that's like sixty yards. Because he's rolling out. I think that that's like the the level of difficulty. There yeah, you roll back and throw it back like sixty yards, bro. That's why that Trey Lance yeah. throw is crazy. It was a tough throw. So, but I mean, that shows more. More it does show more as like range and closing closing spree, I believe. So, 
Yeah. This is positive all around. Yes, the range is there. It's, it's, it's encouraging. Last thing we'll talk about before we move, uh, before we get up out of here yeah. is, you know, what do you think on the offense? Is, is Derek Carr going to start this game? Or are we going to see Hunter Renfro, Jalen Ramsey, you know, Saturday night in no. the SoFi Stadium? Are we going to see that? Like, no. are the starters going to play? No, right? Uh, no, I don't think the starters are going to play. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe a drive. A drive at yeah. most, at most. Yeah. And the reason is, and I completely agree, I think that there is there are some players on defense where they need to see a little bit more to, like, make that determination if they are in yeah. the NBA starter. You know, um, it sounded like Nicholas Morrow got a little hurt. So, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Wachowski is going to get in there and, you know, maybe he can say, hey, look at me, you know, this is what I can do. Maybe, maybe he can win his starting job back. But we'll see about that. Um you know, so there's going to be some people that might be starters eventually, like Nate Hobbs yeah. might might be a starter eventually. He'll definitely play some. Trayvon Morgan will probably play, you know, at least the drive, you know. But the rest of these guys that, you know, are penciled in as starters, they're not going to get in because they already saw them go live against the Ram starters. Yeah. They already have the film. They don't need to evaluate them anymore. It's time for the guys lower in the roster to get their – to get their work in and see if they can, you know, stick around. That's the point of preseason. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it too. Um, we're going to see a lot of, uh, hopefully see Marcus Mariota. Um, see, see, I mean, he played a lot in the scrimmage too. I know he did some interceptions a couple of days ago, but um, we're definitely going to see him. I, I'm interested uh, who plays with him. That's what I'm interested with. Yeah. Where you see a lot of John Brown, or you see a lot of Willie Sneed, you know, a lot of Zay Jones. Um, you know, if you don't see the other guys and they play with Marcus Mariota, they're going to let Marcus Mariota go out there with, like, Jared Jones Smith and stuff like that. Like, how how long does he play? And what do they right. – and how do they evaluate him? Like, are, what if what if Nathan Peterman outplays him? Like, how does that look? Or do they battle to, on the third game for a, a second quarterback spot? Like, it's good. Yeah. I I I I I'm kind of interested because I do believe that he has to play well. I think he has to play well to before like the 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 the, the chirps start coming and Gruden does another Sean McDermott and just over overreacts and because from Nathan Peterman's preseason performance and raises him higher than somebody should be because you know Marcus Mariota maybe didn't look as good as he should have in preseason. So it'll be interesting to see that. It'll be definitely interesting to see that, you know, the Rams have a great defense, but if he's not going up against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, like if those guys aren't in the field, you know, Jordan Jordan Fuller is not out there, you know, all these guys that, you know, were part of the number one ranked defense last year. Yeah. um, Marcus Moreno is going to do fine. You know, he'll, he'll be great out there. He'll be throwing to Foster Moreau and and John Brown and Willie Sneed and Zay Jones. Like, yeah, he's going to do great. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Aaron, I, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying he better because I mean, don't even, don't even, okay. Mar- I'm telling Marcus, don't put the thought in Jordan's head. Don't even let him think that he could put Nathan Peterman as QB2 in the NFL right now. That's the, I just, yeah, don't, yes, uh, I'm rooting for you, Marcus. Let's go. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Hopefully, yes, Marcus Mariota just goes out there and just does his job. Balls, bro, just good. ball, dog, get it done, yeah. keep that right. QB2 job. I don't, don't even let it creep. I don't even let it like it. Don't even, don't even like get with the clicker. Like, nah. Yeah, let's 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 end this right now. That's what I need from Mario to do. Yeah. So yes, the twos are going to play. More of the twos on offense are going to play than we uh, than we saw last time. Um, 
you know, uh, I don't expect to see m- many defensive starters except for, you know, a small handful in the game. Mm-hmm. So don't don't expect that. But we will be back on the podcast front with a reaction of Saturday night's game. So look out for that on, around Sunday morning. We are still trying to work out how we can get this going live for you guys. Um, our associate Matt Holder will also be joining us for that live reaction. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, this is the Take Don't Live podcast. If you're listening to us on uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find po- your podcast, please make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Try to get these things downloaded straight into your phone. You know, um, uh, every time we drop one so that it can be just right there for your morning commute. We appreciate you guys for listening to that. If you're going to end up watching this episode on YouTube eventually, you know, make sure you hit the like button, make sure you turn on post notifications so that you can, you know, be notified when we drop a new video. We've been dropping, you know, a stupid amount of content more than we ever dropped before. We, you know, we're doing everything. Okay. We had, uh, we had a video up every single week for the TDL fans. Uh, So we really appreciate you guys for always supporting us. And that's it for me. Anything else, Marcus? Uh, No, I just, uh, same thing. BD said, you know, make sure you copy your shirt, go copy your shirt, bro. Get get that merch, baby. Get that merch. Mm -hmm. Link, link in the bio, link in the bio. Yep. All right. That's it. Ready nation. We out. Yeah.